Now, you mm-hmm. are here to dispense yes. a little bit of kindness mm-hmm. this morning and talk to us about wellness cafes, of which there are now 14 across the country. Which one did you go to and what's a wellness cafe? OK, so uh, it's in Donegal. All 14 of the wellness cafes I'm talking about are in Donegal. And basically, they're a cafe. It's on on a particular time, on a particular day, in a local cafe. And people come together, they can drop in and their well-being is supported in the most subtle, kind way that I have ever come across. And it's a couple of hours to chat, relax, all that kind of thing. And I went to Rap Melton in Donegal and there's a woman in Donegal called Sharon Ferguson and she came up with the idea of these wellness cafes back in 2019. And basically she is a health and wellbeing officer with ATU in Donegal and she was looking at different people coming in and they might access the service for six weeks, then it's done or they walk in, the door closes behind them. And she said, there has to be a way that's simple, that's simple, 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 but is about connecting and maybe subtly directing people to services if they need them. And hence she came up with the Wellness Cafe. She opened her first one in Letterkenny in 2019. Very informal, uh, all voluntary. You go if you want, you don't have to. Uh, The HSC don't fund it, but what they do is they send a nurse or a social prescriber there. So they're there just subtly in the background. If you need them, if you want to try and check out more services that you might need, you are directed in the right Place. But you're there for the chats in the but main. But you're there, the coffee, the scones, the tea, which you pay for yourself. So it is not a support group. Um, and I went to the most beautiful place in Ratmelton, just on the River Leanne. And it was a coffee shop called Sip and Slice. And uh, looking out on the river, beautiful outdoor seating, fairy lights. You walk in and there's just the hum of chat. And we had people there from Ratmelton. who's in her element. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> but you know what I loved? I loved more than anything. I was, I loved just the how are you, how are you, how are you, how's the weather, how's the bus uh, trip. Uh, we had a bus uh, from uh. Downings as well. Now, these cafes are everywhere in Donegal, they're in Dunfadway, they're in Lifford, they're in Dunlow, they're in Moville, Buncrana. You get the idea, they're all over. So everyone was talking. It was so loud that I actually had to do my interviews outside the cafe. And I talked to two people in the first clip we're going to hear. First was Leslie Newbury and she's a social prescriber. Now, I never heard of mm. that as a profession, uh, but she's going to tell us about that. And I also talked to Sharon Ferguson, whose very idea this whole wellness cafe was back in 2019. So I just thought, right, why are we not doing something that's more sustainable, that doesn't need a lot of fuss and can happen as simply as possible. And the Wellness Cafe idea was formed. So I suppose where we started was where I didn't, what I didn't want it to be. And I didn't want it to be a support group. So how could I keep something really simple and do that and have connection? And it was about creating the environment because people will come when the environment is right. So the ethos was very much, we're doing it with use, not for use. On a personal level, it must give you great satisfaction to see it. I think I still be really overwhelmed by it, Brenda, to be honest. So as I mentioned earlier, we developed training for peer facilitators. And just a few weeks ago, we trained another 30 
peer facilitators across the county. We now have 8A. And it was in that training that one young woman spoke and said, she comes to our letter Kenny Cafe and said it's the first time that she feels seen. And I was just moved so much by that because I think even for me, I never imagined that it would look like this. But having the people behind me and the relationships that I've built up with them over the years that has made this what it is, because at the core of it, it's relationship. Great, how are you this morning? I'm good, thank you, Leslie. Did you get some nice tea and coffee in the school? Beautiful, thank you very much. Enjoy Leslie Newbury, you are a social prescribing link worker. What is that? Social prescribing is a community-based programme supported by Slauncha Care and the HSE, and we offer non-clinical community support which can have a significant impact on people's feelings of health and well-being. Well living in a rural community um, social and rural isolation is widespread. The problem with our areas are very much governed for the tourist industry so you find that once that's finished a lot of places close down. We have local link which is wonderful but unless you live on that transport link um, we have an awful lot of people that are very, very isolated. You compound that with winter, wet and windy weather, and it's very easy to become very isolated. It's very difficult to come into a new group. So my job will be to help and support that person to engage in community aspects. That has a wonderful impact on people's health. You find that they feel better, they sleep better, they eat better. To see the difference it makes and to see people grow and gain confidence and support each other is a tremendous, tremendous feeling. It is wonderful to see somebody come in, their mood lift, they're smiling, they're chatting, they're like, oh, that was great, I really enjoyed that. When is it on again? Can I come again? So that, that, is, that is a powerful thing. Leslie Newsbury, Newbury even. Yeah. So, little princess chat, who did you get chatting to? <laughs> well, I mean, you heard Leslie there talking about loneliness and isolation being absolutely all over the place in Donegal and the challenges that brings. And, you know, I talk to people there and in the middle of the chat, you get that sense of what, how their experience of loneliness is, but how transformative the Wellness Cafe has been in their lives. And uh, first we have Bridie. Well, I um, moved back to Remelton when I was about nine, was born in Glasgow. And then when I got married, moved to Letterkenny, been out of town for a very long time. So for family reasons, I moved home about three years ago. And then my mum and dad both passed. So I was sitting up the road in my own home house on my own, isolated. And because I was out of Remelton for so long, I had lost contact with everybody. So scrolling through Facebook, as you do, I saw a wee ad um, from one of the girls put up. So I went to the next meeting and I opened the door and I walked in and I'm so glad I did. The, the first person I saw was a girl that I knew from town and I've just been reconnecting with Remelton. I have gone on to develop crochet. We have a wee crochet class that follows on. There's three or four of us go to that. I am now doing a computer course. There's another girl from the wellness cafe goes to the computer. So it's just taken me to a new level of friendship and I'm not sitting in a house five days a week looking at myself in the mirror. See when you're in that house all day from morning to night and you don't even get dressed. You're wearing your jammies because why would you bother? You're going nowhere. No one's coming. 
It was hard. It was hard. It's hard on your health. It's hard on your mind. It's hard on everything. So, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. And I'm delighted. Okay, I have two gentlemen here. Yourself, what's your names? James Borland. And where are you, James? Kerry Keel. Are you living on your own, James? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, lonely, just... Uh, and you're chatting to this lovely man here. What's your name? Hi, my name's Tommy. I'm originally from Balabafay, but as I was explaining to this fine gentleman here, James, I was born in Glasgow, and James worked in Glasgow for a long time, and he worked in the same line of work as my father. So it's quite lovely having a conversation with somebody that may have worked with my father and may not have worked with my father. The thing was back in the, I suppose, in the 60s and 70s, a lot of people emigrated, a lot of people went to Glasgow, and it's just fascinating to have a talk with James about his, his brothers still live there, and I still have friends there, and so it's nice to make that connection and have that conversation. That's great, hi. Again, Mary, we've had to sneak outside because the cafe is so loud with the chat. You enjoy coming here. I love coming here. I live up on top of a hill in the middle of nowhere and it is just wonderful to get out to meet people. I'm in a wheelchair and to get the opportunity to come out, meet other people in similar situations is wonderful. Mary, I've just been told you're in your 60s and I'm kind of gobsmacked because (laughs) (laughs) you don't look it. But why why are you in a wheelchair? I'm in a wheelchair because um, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in uh, 2007. Well, when I compare it to how things were, I mean, I used to drive. I'm not able to drive now. Um, so I'm at home far more uh, because I was always out and about. And <laughs> there was no stopping me. It can get lonely on your own. And that coming to something like this, this wellness cafe is just an absolute blessing to have and to meet other people um, and you don't feel like you're on your own. What I really like about this group, there's no pressure, you can come in and sit and not say a word and it wouldn't matter. So I really find that, you know, when I'm at home and I'm sitting uh, and I'm in the wheelchair and, you know, I can be feeling sorry for myself and then I come to this cafe and I think, no, do you know what, God, I have so many blessings in my life. Yeah, I'm very, very lucky with what I've got. They're all leaving. Uh, the bus for Downings is here, around. The bus from da- for Downings. Charlie McGeever's waiting on us. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely to have you. And bad news is we'll see you in two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Lovely, lovely meeting you, Solan. Brenda, lovely to see you, you in Remelton. You too. Bye now. Safe journey. And they're off on the bus. Do you know what I take away from that? Apart from the fact that you didn't listen to the way anybody pronounced Ramelton, <laughs> but anyway, the thing that I take away from that that's most important is mm. this is making a real difference. I know. You can hear it, can't Yeah, you? you really can. And that's just three or four people I spoke to. I mean, there were 50 people at least there that day that left, haven't had a good chat, really nice scones. And I think one important important point that uh, the people who who volunteered there, who were the peer trainers, wanted to say to me was, you know, this is possible because the cafe owners and business owners go out in a limb as well. They'd be closed between October and March They would be closed. So, you know, Nicky O'Hanlon there owns Sip and Slice and he opens specially on Thursday mornings for this group. So they really want to, you know, tip their cap and say thank you so much to all of them. Making a difference, as you say. Absolutely making a difference. But Obviously, everybody has a story. We met all sorts of people there. 
But I came away and I cannot stop thinking about this woman, as I think we all will when, when we hear her now in a second. We know how difficult it has to be to go back out there into the world after a bereavement. But for Noelle, visiting the Wellness Cafe was a way of reconnecting with her community and her friends. Uh, We know how many tragic deaths there's been on the roads, the accidents in recent months. And Noelle's son, Connor, was killed in a car crash in Kerry Keel just last August. And she was back, I think for the second time, visiting the Wellness Cafe. So we'll hear from Noelle. I lost my son in a car accident. And... I stopped going out places. First day was hard coming back, but when I came in, they were all smiling. They all gave me a hug and nobody said anything. Do you know? And the mental health team just came over discreetly, took me to the side and asked if I needed help. So they're a godsend. I'm sure you would need help with a bereavement like that. Can I ask your son's name? Connor McGinley, and he was 19. Am I correct in thinking that's quite recent? Uh, three months ago. He was with a friend, so his friend's all right, thank God, but he died instantly. He was only two miles away from home. Have you other children? Yeah, I have an, old, an older son. Yeah. He just turned 22 last week. <laughs> I mean, we're hearing so much about young people on roads and accidents. Yeah. How are you coping? Taking it hour by hour, just... Yeah. I can't, there's no other way to describe it, just me, my husband, my son. Just hour by hour. People say take it day by day, but it doesn't go by day by day. Tell me a little bit about Connor. Connor turned 19 in March. He was a DJ. His name was DJ Curley. <laughs> he was big into his music. He loved his music, and uh, he was only a couple of weeks off. He would have got a diploma in horticulture. So something that I never thought I'd see him get into, but he loved it. He'd always a big smile on his face. Always, and the amount of friends that fella had was unreal. <laughs> everybody knew him, everybody loved him. Coming here gives me something to focus on and planning for future events in the Wellness Cafe with workshops and all that. So I have to look into other things now for here. So I'm looking forward now to bringing on some other things. Thank you. All right, thank you. Oh, that's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Deepest sympathies to Noelle and to her husband, Dennis, and their son, Dennis, as well. But thank God that there is a wellness cafe there available to her as an outlet. There is a toolkit for how you can do this if you want to do it in your community from the Donegal Wellness Cafe, cafes on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Isn't that the place to go for it? All right. Thank you very much, Brenda. Thanks, That's Bill. all that we have time for. Um, Ashling Grufferty poured the tea today. Stephen Higgins, Higgins remembered the milk. And series producer Eileen Heron made sure that we weren't using any of the mugs with chips on the lip. Sinead Mooney has your playback uh, on uh, the way after the news at nine o'clock. Don't forget Ear to the Ground on Thursday on Radio 1 from all of us on Countrywide until the same time next week. Have a good weekend. Countrywide on RTE Radio 1. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.